Hello and welcome to the British Sitcom History Podcast. It's quiz time. That's right. My oh. name is Alan. <laughs> with, with me, as always, is the adult mind of Gareth. Hi. <laughs> yes, uh, mid-40s. And if John Barden has taught us anything, that means you're over the hill. <laughs> You've got well, nothing I'm, left I'm to in, give. Uh, 47, I'm, I'm delighted that's still mid, to be honest. But yeah, <laughs> we, when we've done these quiz episodes in the past, if, if our listeners have not heard those episodes, I get incredibly frustrated because it's stuff I know but can't remember. And that is the curse of the 47-year-old brain. Yeah, I must admit I'm not that far off it myself. I certainly don't retain the information <laughs> the way I used to, but there we go. That's why I'm the quiz master. <laughs> I am nevertheless looking forward to this. It'll be nice to review. Uh, is it going to be? Is this quiz going to be based on the six sitcoms that we watched in our last series? Not fully. We've done this in the past where I've, I've been very focused on the shows we've looked at uh, in that series. With this one, I don't know why or whatever, but I used that as a starting point, but then I kind of pulled in other sitcom general knowledge as well. Well, I'm happy with that because if it's not stuff I'm supposed to remember, then that's, that's, uh, that's better. <laughs> and, and of course, our listeners can play along at home. Um, they'll, they'll most certainly have enough time to come up with the answers for themselves while I excavate the depths of my brain. <laughs> yeah, and bear in mind when you're listening to this, I've edited it down. <laughs> so, <laughs> I must admit, when we last did one of these episodes, I, when I listened to it back, I thought, oh, yeah, this isn't too bad. <laughs> I'd forgotten about the magic of editing. <laughs> Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna start you off with a nice simple one. It's uh, a high low. Okay. I'm gonna give you the name of a character, mm. and these are all these are characters. All they're all from shows we've looked at. Yeah. I'm gonna give you the name of the character. Here's a first point. Tell me who played them. You know what show it's from. All that. Okay. Uh, but then what I want to know is the number of appearances they made in that show. In that sitcom. Right. Okay. And then as we go, we'll do high low. As you know. Okay. So let, I'll start you off with one. See see if you get this one to start with. Petula Gordino. Petula Gordino, right, I know this one. So that's Julie Walters' character in Dinner Ladies. Mm-hmm. Now, there were two series. I remember, ah, oh, this is good memory stuff here. There were two series <laughs> of Dinner Ladies, and for some weird reason, there was, was it six and ten episodes in the two series? So yeah. I'm going to say she was in all but two, so 14. Uh, no, you're wrong, actually. You're a bit off ah, there. Go on. She appears in nine episodes. Was oh, that all? Oh, I would have said yeah, that she was, was in 16. pretty much most of them. No, okay. Right. More sparing than you think, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, makes a big impact, obviously, when she's there. So let's let's go higher or lower then. Okay, so that was nine. Yeah, that's nine. Higher or lower. My next character is Wanda Pickles. Wanda Pickles, right. So Wanda Pickles is Jim Davidson's neighbour in Up the Elephant and Round the Castle. And what's mm-hmm. Wanda Pickles' backstory? Is it that her husband's a gangster who's in prison? So she is coming like on to that, Jim, yeah. but he's absolutely terrified of her. Is that That's, that's the, the one, basic yeah, gist of it, isn't it? Right. So were there three series of that? Mm. I am going to guess... I'm going to guess that's higher. Not that she was in every episode, but most episodes of Elephant and Castle. And so I'm going to say higher than nine. That's correct. Yes. Ah, yes. Uh, obviously, there are a lot more episodes of Up the Elephant. How many uh, were they? A lot more. Was it three series? 22. 22. 22 episodes. Okay. And she's not really... The first series is a bit more scattershot with the characters. Mm-hmm. She becomes a regular sort of later on. She was in 12 episodes. Right. Okay. I thought it was more than that, but that's okay. I'm taking the point. <laughs> Next one. Higher or lower? Dreamboat Charlie. All right, I know this one. I know this one too. Dreamboat Charlie was Adrian Scarborough. Is that the actor's name? Adrian Scarborough. Yeah. 
he is in Miranda and he appears as one of the many weirdos that Miranda's mum tries to date her up with. And obviously he must have been popular because they brought him back later and he ends up... Does he actually get married to Tilly in the sort of Christmas specials at the end? I know they end up together. They're definitely intending to get married. Do they actually yeah. get married? I can't remember. So I'm going to guess that Dreamboat Charlie, it's lower. It's definitely lower than 12. I'm going to say he was in those two final episodes and in two others. I'm going to say four. Definitely lower. Correct. Lower. There are only 20 episodes of Miranda, and he is in five of them. Five. Okay. All right. Well, that's near enough. I'm having that point, too. All right. Next person, then. Five is our number. Mm-hmm. The next character, see if you can tell me who played them, Margaret Thatcher. Uh, so, hang on a minute. So, I was, I'm thinking New Statesman, but wasn't that was in series two. Well, that, is that, that's is that all right. I've expanded out. Oh, I see. It's the, uh, <laughs> it is the New Statesman, yes. Britcom pod expanded universe. I see. Okay. So, Margaret Thatcher. Oh, that's a really good one. So first, okay, so who played her? Steve Nallen. Yes. I remember that. <laughs> he, he played Margaret Thatcher in Spitting Image. He basically played Margaret Thatcher in the 1980s. Yeah, yeah. What am I saying, higher or lower than five? That's right. Mm, I don't really remember. Like, I think she, as a character, she was used quite sparingly, wasn't she? I think she mm-hmm. was sort of treated as an off-screen presence most of the time. I'm going to say lower. That's correct. <laughs> Three appearances. Three. Okay. Uh, plus one, uh, a comic relief special uh, as well. That doesn't count. We've established over no, the course of this series that comic relief specials are nonsense. <laughs> so yeah, just just the three. Yeah. Next up, the character is Gran. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that's what, that's what they're known as. Again, this is this is from this is from not this series, the one before. Oh come on, Alan. That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> I can't even remember what we did last series. <laughs> okay, this is the Gran in Till Death Was Do Part. Till death us do part. Right. Okay. Right. So I do remember Gran. This is this is the first time that my memory is is letting me down. For some reason, I have got Patricia Hayes in my head, but I know that's not John Sims. John Sims. John Sims. Yeah. Yes. That's right. John Sims, who was a lot younger than the actors around her, but was playing Gran and drinking gin. Uh, yeah. How sparingly was she used then? What was Margaret Thatcher three? I'm gonna say. Oh, no, I'm thinking she was in a film, wasn't she? Ooh. I'm gonna say more than three. Higher. That's correct. Yes. 13 episodes. Oh, that many. Actually. Oh, well. I mean, I watched them all. I don't recall that many appearances. Yeah. But I guess there's there's some lost episodes, which would still count. Ah, uh, yes. Story. Okay. Next, Lisa Tarbuck. Right. Okay, I get character this. Character of Lisa Tarbuck. The character of Lisa Tarbuck. <laughs> this, must, this must be extras. Yes, because played Lisa by Lisa Tarbuck, Tarbuck of is in When the Whistle Blows. That's right. Right. So When the Whistle Blows was the second series, six episodes. I know that Lisa Tarbuck wouldn't have been in all six. I'm, I, it's definitely less than 13. I'm going to guess yeah. three. Four, actually. Four. But yes, you're right. Obviously less than the 13. I think there was only 13 episodes of extras altogether, wasn't there? Yeah. So, yeah, only uh, just the four, yeah, all in the second series. That's great. Am okay, I on, last um, one. Just, just, can we just clarify? Am I on, am I on full marks so far? <laughs> I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing very well. It doesn't matter. It's just a bit of fun, Alan. It doesn't matter what's the score. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> just a bit of fun. This is a tough one, though. Okay, higher or lower than four, how many episodes feature the character of Grouty? Grouty. Okay. Genial Harry Grouty. No, so, okay, point of order. Does this include the film? No. Then it is less. It's less because Grouty, again, like Margaret Thatcher, was a a menacing presence off screen. Mm -hmm. And he only appeared, was it one or two episodes? Very sparingly. Uh, Just to clarify, who who are we talking about? What's the show? Oh, yeah, I beg your pardon. His name is, oh, sorry, it's Porridge. Uh, Genie Harry Grout is Peter... 
Oh my goodness. Can't remember his name. Go on, help me out. <laughs> Peter Vaughan, yeah. Peter Vaughan, of course. Yes, yes, yes. General Harry Grout appeared in three episodes. Three? Okay. All right. So if you include the movie, it would have been... Okay. But yeah. fine. Got it, though. Very good. It. Nailed that it. one. I'm very proud of you. Well done. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Obviously started you off with an easy one. So passionate. <laughs> <laughs> okay so next up this is part one of um, i'll do some more of these later but this round is called stand up in sitcom okay i like this i basically i'm going to give you a quote from someone's uh-huh. stand-up act you've got to tell me who it is and they are all people who have appeared in sitcoms we've talked about i like the premise i understand the premise but before you start what i would like to know are you going to try and deliver this like the stand-up or are you going to do it really deadpan i'm going to do it dead for, so that you can maybe if you're struggling i'll do an impression <laughs> I, 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 I would like that <laughs> let's give it a go deadpan first let's do this Okay, yeah. So these are all these are all uh, people who appeared in sitcoms we've talked about in the past, mm-hmm. and all major roles as well. There's, there's no right. kind of weird little guest roles here. I'm not trying to trick okay. you. It's all major parts. Okay, so first quote. This is from someone's stand-up act. We never put a man on the moon. No, the moon was never going to be part of the British Empire. There was no one to give it back to once we'd done with it. That sounds like Al Murray. Yeah, we never put a man on the moon. Nah. Nah, the moon was never going to be part of the British Empire, was it, by chance? <laughs> nah, nah, there's no one to give it back to once we're done with it, was it? It is Al Murray. Yes. Okay, yes, all right, well, okay. Yeah. I was just going to say, no, Al Murray wouldn't count on us giving it back. But, okay, I'll, that's fine. I should stick with my first answer. Al Murray. Okay, so Al Murray appeared as the pub landlord in Time Gentleman, please. That is, yeah. And obviously that is his stand-up as the pub landlord. Sure. The moon has nothing to offer in terms of spicy food or Olympic-level athletes, so we're not (laughs) going to bother with that. Okay, well done, you got that one. Next one, the quote is, What have Baghdad and Hiroshima got in common? Nothing yet. Mm, A little bit of politics. It's a bit of topical comedy from the early 90s there. Is it the early nineties or the mid two thousands? I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Nineteen ninety one, if I remember exactly correctly. Is it Jim Davidson? All I said was, like, "What's uh, Baghdad and Hiroshima got in common? Nothing yet." That's all I said. <laughs> it's Jim Davidson. Yes, it is yeah. Jim Davidson. Yeah, that's a, that's a joke. No that... irony to that joke. Okay, so so this is. <laughs> Yeah, we talked about Jim Davidson and about intent. You were delivering that deadpan, and I'm thinking it was Ben Elton or someone. <laughs> and actually, it was Jim Davidson. That that does goes to show how much intent and intonation makes a difference to a joke, doesn't it? When I was watching his, that little routine, he was going about how John Major was never going to sort this out, but Margaret, Maggie Thatcher would have gone in there with a bayonet and sorted him out, basically. Yeah, but you can imagine Ben Elton delivering that material. With irony. Yeah, 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 you know, same, same words. <laughs> Different approach. Interesting. The, the Jimmy Carr paradox. Yeah, interesting. Anyway. Next quote. Sometimes I like to put two boiled eggs down my tights and dance around my kitchen pretending to be a male ballet dancer. You're not going to believe this, but that actually sounds familiar. <laughs> is it Victoria Wood? No. I don't know. I don't know who it is, but I, 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 for some reason that, that is a visual image that... <laughs> I don't know. Tell me. Answer the answer it. Well, you, you figured out that it's a woman. So if it's not Victoria Wood, who else might it be? Oh, it must be Miranda Hart then. On a second date once, somebody said to me, "So what are your hobbies?" And I said, "Oh well, sometimes I like to put two boiled eggs down my tights and dance around my kitchen pretending to be a male ballet dancer." <laughs> it is Miranda Hart. Yes. Yeah, well okay. done. Okay. This round was kind of inspired by the fact that we've seen quite a lot of stand-ups in this last series. Mm. We've just done mm. Victoria Wood, Miranda Hart, and Jim Davidson. Jim Davidson. So that's your first three right there. Okay, next one then. There was a government advert at the time that said, Save water. 
have a bath with a friend, which I did. I say a friend. He was more a friend of my granddad's. Hey, <laughs> 10 quid's a lot to a kid in Reading. <laughs> That's a good joke. That is a good joke. I think that is Ricky Gervais. There was a government advert at the time that said, save water, have a bath with a friend. <laughs> which I did. I say a friend, he was more a friend of my granddad's. <laughs> Ten quid's a lot to a kid in Reading. <sighs> that is Ricky Gervais, yes. But, well done. But, but uh, mainly because of the Reading thing. I, I was going <laughs> to say Victoria Wood until you said Reading. <laughs> All right, last one for now. I've got some more of these later, but here's, here's another one. I taught a group of children in North London. They are the strangest group of human beings I have ever seen assembled in one place together. You can all relax, they weren't special needs. <laughs> right, okay, so teacher. Ramesh Ranganathan, Ranganathan was a teacher. Someone in a sitcom that we've covered, and oh, it was, was a famously teacher. a teacher for a long time before we got into comedy. I got it. Greg Davis. I taught a group of children in North London. They are the strangest group of human beings I have ever seen assembled in one place together, right? And you can all relax. They weren't special needs. Greg That's Davis correct. Yes. Of course, well yes, done, yes, yes. I was just trawling my brain for the sitcoms we'd done. In between us was a long time ago. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so that's a whole routine. I was basically just telling anecdotes about crazy children he'd dealt mm-hmm. with. <laughs> I will say, I'm watching Man Down again at the moment, and it oh, is yeah. very funny. It's laugh-out-loud funny. Let's go on to our next round. Okay, let's do this. Basically, what it is, Oscar-nominated sitcom actors. All right. Uh, okay, I might. Okay, did I think I might have done something on social media about this? Ooh, okay. Well, let's see. I'll tell you. I'm gonna. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you the name of the sitcom. Mm-hmm. Some of these are ones we've talked about. Some some we haven't. Yeah. And then you can give me the name of the person involved who been Oscar nominated. If you can tell me what they were nominated and is it, for, it's gonna be just a member of the main cast, is it? Pretty much. I've got a couple of people who are not actors on here, but more of a kind of a bonus. Okay. Point well, thing, let's let's yeah. go for it. You might have to give me a hint. Okay, the first one I'm going to give you, this was the one that kind of inspired me to do it, because this was a guest star, so they were only in one episode, but a quite significant role, and it made me think, oh, that's it. But it's something we just talked about, so I think it's fair game. Okay. Miranda. (sighs) So many guest stars in Miranda. So someone who is in one episode of Miranda. Heather Small. She's number one Oscar. (laughs) I suppose take that one a best song. No, no, no. No, it is an actor. (sighs) I'll tell you what, give me a hint. Can you tell me like the episode, etc., and what was happening? And I might, you know, so I can pull it. So it was it was a Christmas episode and everyone goes round to Miranda's family home for Christmas. Ah, and we meet her dad. Yes. Tom Conti. Tom Conti, That's who correct. was nominated yes. for an Oscar. Yes. That's yes. right. So I don't suppose you know what. I didn't even, I didn't recognize. No, I, I did. I remember at the time looking this up and I didn't know the film. So I've certainly not remembered it. Yeah, yeah it was Ruben Ruben, Best Actor nominee. Uh, uh, for 1983, that was. Yeah, I don't even know that film. So that that's quite a difficult one to start you off with, but it's our Miranda one, so I thought I'd, I'd start. That was kind of my inspiration point. So let me give you a, a slightly easier one here. Right. Uh, but also from the series I just looked at. Dinner Ladies. Dinner Ladies. Well, Julie Walters. Julie Walters, Oscar nominee for Educating Rita. Yes. Uh, and another one as well. Harry Potter films? No, no, no. Oh, okay, let me have a think. Julie Walters, Educating Rita. Help me with a year. Well, well, let me know it down. Uh, 2000. Northern. Oh, oh, is it um, Bally Dancing Geordie? Billy. <laughs> That's correct, yes. Crystal, no. What's he called? <laughs> Billy Elliot. That's it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so another show we've looked at. Yeah. Uh, there's a few answers here. Oh. Blackadder. Jim Broadbent. That is correct. So in terms of the episode we looked at, Jim Broadbent, yes. We Jim talked Broadbent about actually won an Oscar? Is, is he just nominated? Uh, that's correct. He is one of the, he is a winner. We've got a few winners and he won here, that for the fi- Iris with Judy Dench. Yes. yes, yes. Exactly correct. Okay, so Blackadder. Like, we had some serious actors in Blackadder, didn't we? That was, that was the point we were making. They were sort of serious actors rather than sitcom actors. Mm-hmm. Let me have a little think. Bri- Brian Blessed's not been os- nominated for an Oscar, surely. Now, before you go too far down this road, so the mm. other two people, one of them is not an actor. I'll tell you that for a start off. Okay. Richard Curtis. Yes, exactly. Do you know what he was nominated for? One of his god-awful rom-coms. Let me guess. <laughs> Would it be Four Weddings and a Funeral? Yes, Best Original Screenplay for Four Weddings okay. and a Funeral. I mean, that must be the only one that could be nominated for Best Original Screenplay, because all his other films are just copies of that. <laughs> <laughs> I've done a joke. I've done a clever joke. (laughs) He can have that for his next (laughs) rom-com. The other actor, and it is an actor, uh, they are not in the first series, but they Ah. are someone who is very much associated with Blackadder later on. Uh, Hugh Laurie? No, he's not. No, but I I see where you're coming from there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, No, he's not. Let me think around it. Stephen Fry. Stephen Fry, was was he nominated for Oscar Wilde? No. But again, Ah. I see where you're coming from. Okay. Miranda Richardson... Yes? Yes, yes. Miranda Richardson, yeah. <laughs> Our listeners can't see the face you were pulling there, trying to, <laughs> get, I was trying to get your uh, Lady Gaga poker face. <laughs> uh, Miranda Richardson, although that was a bit of a stretch. I, 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 I had doubt in my voice because I don't know that. That was a guess. Well, what, was she, what was she nominated for? Twice Oscar nominated really? Miranda Richardson. Yes. So first, firstly for Best Supporting Actress for Damage, mm. 1992 with Jeremy Irons. Uh, that rings a bell. It's quite yeah. a good film, that. Yeah, it's good. And then Best Actress in, uh, for the 94 film Tom and Viv. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, that rings a bell. Not seen yeah. it, but... So that's that's it for Blackadder. Okay, the next one. This is the last one that's from a show we've looked at specifically. Okay. Faulty Towers. Faulty Towers, right. So let's think about that. Oh, has John Cleese been nominated for writing for that, that comedy film he wrote that time? <laughs> yes. Do you know what it's called? <laughs> of course I do. It's called A Fish Called Wanda. Yes. Top yes. Mark. Excellent. Yeah, you got that one. Right. Very good. <laughs> okay. So basically I went through the whole Oscars list and collated all the people I could see that were, had a sitcom connection. Okay. I'm sure I missed some, but the ones that jumped out to me. I'm up for this. I'll tell you one I, th- I can think of, which I think might I might be spoiling your trick question at the end. Peter Capaldi, <laughs> who won for Best Short Film that he made. Oh, yeah. That was my little uh, bonus yeah, point. Sorry. Well done. Yeah. I was wondering yeah. if you'd know that. I I kept my powder dry there, shouldn't I, and pulled that out of the back? No, no, that's good. Yeah, you, that's yeah. Show off your knowledge. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> but that's a classic quiz question, that isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And he won. He won. He directed a short film way back when, mm. twenty years ago. Yeah, wrote and directed, and I assume produced because that's the person who gets. That's who award. wins the Oscar. Yeah, Franz Kafka's "It's a Wonderful Life," starring Richard E. Grant in nineteen ninety-four. Nope, nope. Neither have I. <laughs> so here's another show. I think you'll get this one pretty quickly. Okay, Peep Show. Peep Show. Uh, Oscar winner in yes. Peep Show. Oscar oh, winner, Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman. Yes, Olivia yes, Coleman. Of course, yes, of course. Yes, well yes, yes, yes. She's actually, she's won once and been nominated two other times as well. Mm, I can't remember the name of the film where she plays Queen Anne. Was it The Contender? Yeah. The, the Rival? The Favourite. The Favourite. The favorite. That's, yeah, right, that's right. That's right. It's a very good film. I really enjoyed that. I saw that quite recently. Yeah. She also got Best Supporting Actress for The Father uh-huh. uh, with Anthony Hopkins. That She's really good in that. And then last year, Best Actress for The, for the Lost Daughter. I'm not, she's I absolutely. Seen that. She's yeah. 
Oscar bait, isn't she, Oliver Coleman? She's she absolutely is. brilliant. She is. Okay, I think this is quite an obscure one generally, but I've got a feeling you're going to know it. I know mm. you're going to know it. Okay, the sitcom <laughs> is Psychoville. Psychoville. Um, oh, Tea Leaf. <laughs> yes. Tea Leaf. <laughs> That's correct. Who is you played by, <laughs> is it Daniel Kalua? Kalua's a drink, Kalua, isn't it? Kalua. Yeah, Kalua. Well, I, it's, I think it's pronounced like the drink, yeah, but it's Kalua. Okay. Daniel Kalua, who played Tea Leaf in Psychoville, and mm. then played uh, the main role in Get Out. Yes, he was nominated for Get Out, but he won an Oscar as Best Supporting Actor for Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay, yes, yes. Okay, next one, someone who's not known for their sitcom, really, but they did appear in this sitcom, and it was called Vicious. Vicious. No, I'm, I, I don't know what that is. Oh, really? It was Ian McKellen and Derek Jacobi as a elderly gay couple. I remember you telling me about this. I can't remember what context, it was fairly but I recently, do remember like you mentioning this. Ago, yeah. I've never seen it, and I don't know anything about it, but obviously you've just answered the question. So it's, it was Ian McKellen, <laughs> yes. was it? Yes. Is Derek Jacobi nominated for an Oscar as well? Derek Jacobi not been Oscar nominated, no, okay. but Ian McKellen has. Do you know what for? Twice, was it the, uh, the third Lord of the Rings film? Nope, he was first nominated. Best oh, I've got, for... I've got it, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. Oh. Gods and Monsters. Yes, yes, yes. Well done, yes. He was first nominated for Gods and Monsters, and then followed that up with Best Supporting Actor for the first Lord of the Rings. Oh, really? I thought that the Oscars had waited till the third one before showering praise. Well, I think Ian McKellen was the standout, wasn't he? Okay, here's... I think you've watched this one recently, so you might get this. Is it legal? Is it legal? Yes. That it would be Imelda Staunton? Yes. Yes. Well done. I have watched that quite recently. It was not very good. I'm not going to recommend it as a sitcom. <laughs> but um, Imelda Staunton's quite good, isn't it? She was nominated for Vera Drake. Ooh, very good. Nice yes. one. Yeah, 2004, uh, that came out. That's a cracking film as well. Here's a recent one, as in recent sitcom, although the Oscar noms were some time back. Mm. Uh, the sitcom is Kate and Koji. Kate and Koji. Recent no. thing. It's set in um, like some little cafe. It's ringing a quiet bell, and I think I, I've certainly not seen it, but I think I know you're going to tell me the answer to this, and it's going to annoy me because I should have known it. It's a young black person and an older white woman, right? And the older white woman is the who I'm looking for. But I, that's, that's correct. I'm really yes. like, this is the, an adult brain yes. searching for something. The setup for the sitcom is that the guy's a, um, an asylum seeker. I think, God, I'm going to say Nigerian, but I might be making that mm -hmm. up because he's a doctor. He starts kind of doing unofficial work from the cafe as a sort of doctor. Right. And she's the slightly robust woman who runs the cafe. Okay. And listen, I'm not going to get this. That actually sounds quite good. Who, who is it? The, the uh, Oscar-nominated actor there is Brenda Blethyn. Oh, do, do you know what? I actually thought that, but I thought, oh, no way she was nominated for an Oscar. Don't be silly, Gareth. Oh, so yes, what was Brenda Blethyn yeah, nominated for? Twice, I'll have you know. What, a Mike Lee film? Secrets and Lies, yes. Uh, okay, yeah. And then a couple of years later in 98, Best Supporting Actress for Little Voice. Oh, right. I'd forgotten she was in Little Voice, yeah. With sitcom star Jane Horrocks, who I assume was not Oscar nominated because she's not on my list. <laughs> well, that seems unfair, doesn't it? I mean, I, I have seen Little Voice many years ago, and I don't remember Brenda Blethyn even being in it, but I'm sure, she, I think she was probably mum, wasn't she? Was she, Jim Broadbent was in that as well, Jim Broad. Oh, no, no, I beg your pardon, it was Michael Caine. It was Michael Caine, not Jim Broadbent. <laughs> I do remember. <laughs> but I've had to really yeah. dredge my memory to get Brenda Blethyn out of that, but it is all about Jane Horrocks. My next one, all right, before I even give you the sitcom that they are most well-known for, you've already mentioned them in our conversation here. Okay. You mentioned them in relation to Jim Broadbent. Mm. What did Jim Broadbent win his Oscar for? Iris. 
Judy Dench. Who else won an Oscar for that? Judy Dench. And so you're going to say... Oh, my gosh, I can't remember what it's called. The one with Jeffrey Palmer, where (laughs) they're a bit older. Exactly. But then she was always also in one with her husband, Michael something. (laughs) She was in... Oh, she's been in a few things uh, back in the day before she became... Give us the answers. I'm fumbling around Uh, here. But yeah, As Time Goes By... As Time Goes By, that's um, right. ...is what she's sort of best known for in sitcom world. But yeah, Judi Dench, many nominees, uh, many nominations here. Only one win. Let me go through them because I'm going to use it as a branch off here. So first one, Best Actress for Mrs. Brown. Was that her first? First nomination, yes. Okay. Best Supporting Actress. She won this one. Oh, I know this. Shakespeare in Love. And famously, she was only on screen for about four minutes or something. Yeah, that's right. She won an Oscar, yeah. Then Best Supporting Actress for Chocolat. Best Actress for Iris. Best Actress for Mrs. Henderson Presents. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. But I can tie that in. Who appeared in Mrs. Henderson Presents that we talked Uh, about recently? No, I've not seen the film. I thought, no. Okay, I don't know. We talked about this. Um, I'm not saying it. It was someone in Dinner Ladies, and we mentioned it in the show. Come on. I'm I'm not getting this. She was nominated for Best Newcomer. Oh, yes, Delma Barlow. I do remember you telling me about that. Yes, 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 yes. I'd forgotten the film, but I, I remember you t- saying about that, yeah. So it's because it was her very first film. She was Best Newcomer, yes. Okay, so then the most recent one actually was Best Supporting Actress for Belfast. But the two others are going to branch me off to other people. So, first of all, she was nominated for Best Actress for Notes on a Scandal. Ah, yes. I've seen Which that. was written by who? Oh, I don't know who it was written by. Kate Blanchett is brilliant in it, but... I have no idea who it was written by, sorry. The writer who was nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay was Patrick Marber. Patrick Marber, who invented Alan Partridge. <laughs> one of the 19 old... people who invented Alan Partridge. <laughs> well, keep that in mind, because the next one, <laughs> uh, the last one here for Judy Dench, was nominated for Best Actress for Philomena. With Steve Coogan, who invented Alan Partridge. <laughs> and Steve Coogan was nominated... Oscar-wise, Best Adapted Screenplay, and as a producer, Best Picture for Philomena. Okay. Oscar-nominated Steve Coogan. So are you saying I'm Alan Partridge is the sitcom that links this? I'm saying I've got two more (laughs) people who are involved with Alan Partridge. So in addition to Coogan and Marber? Yeah, so Patrick Marber was not involved with I'm Alan Partridge. He dropped away by then, but he is in, obviously, Knowing Me, Knowing You. Mm -hmm. And I've got another person who was not really involved in the sitcom side of stuff, but was involved with Alan early days, Alan Partridge. And then the person who brings it all together as well. Is uh, so I'm guessing the last one is Armando Iannucci. Exactly. Was yeah, he you know nominated for Death of Stalin? No. For writing uh, In the Loop. In the Loop, okay. Right. Yeah, best adapted screenplay for In the Loop. But yes, one one more. This guy he was a he's an actor, but like he, he was in the sort of day to day uh, but is, he didn't really I've got carry this. on with them. I've got this, I've got this. It's this will make you laugh because I know this is wrong, but I've got in my head Roy Scheider. <laughs> <laughs> who do so I mean? Going, Come on, who do you're I mean? I'm going David Schneider. And is that is, that is exactly where I'm going, but is that wrong? That is not the correct answer, no. Ah. Obviously, he plays Tony Hares in the Alan Poetry series. Yeah. No, the the person I'm thinking of, or well, the person who's the answer, it's Peter Bainham. Peter Bainham? Yeah, from yes. the, off of the Pot Noodle adverts. Off the Pot Noodle, it's gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, obviously in- involved in the early days of Alan Partridge, but not so much the sitcom side of things. But he, inv- he did invent Alan Partridge. He was one of the inventors, yes. One of the 19 inventors of Alan Partridge. <laughs> he was nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay for Borat and oh. for the Borat sequel as well. Oh, that's interesting. So, 
I didn't know he was involved He's in that. He's just that's, one of the main writers on that. Yes, that's all. The Peter Capaldi was my bonus point there. Yeah, I, so I, well I, sorry. I, no sense for narrative structure. I have completely ruined the climax there. <laughs> so th- those were all the names that I could find um, that jumped out at me. Obviously, Tom Conti was a bit of a, a bit of a steal because it was he's yeah. not really a sitcom actor. But we just talked about him. So if there's anybody else that people can think of who were really quite significantly involved in sitcom and Oscar nominated that I've missed, I'd be interested to, to know. Okay, look, let's get on to uh, another question here. Now, we noticed in our last series, particularly, a lot of Coronation Street connections. We did. So here's a quiz about Coronation Street connections. Oh. So what I've done is I've scoured the Coronation Street cast list and I've picked out those sitcom actors that I recognised. Okay, I like this. I've only done people who were in it for like a multi-year stint. I'm talking about people who were in for two hundred or nearly two hundred. Not, not the odd guest you know. appearance, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. These are in order of most appearances, so that might help. I don't know. You might, the in order of Coronation Street episodes. Yes. Right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the character name. From Coronation Street? Yes. Which I think you might be better at than you think. Well, maybe. I haven't watched Coronation Street since 1982. So let's see how we do here. Mike Baldwin, is he still in it? (laughs) So the first one, the character is Audrey Roberts. Right, I know this. So that's Sue Nichols. Yes. Who's Wanda Pickles in Up the Elephant Around the Castle. Yes, and also she's in The Fall and Rise of Reginald Perrin. Over 3,000 episodes she was in from 1979. I think she might still be in it, in fact. Where does that rank her on Coronation Street? Is that like top 10? It's something around 10, 12. Yeah. Right, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, it's right Presumably uh, William Roach is number one. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Next one, hmm. Mavis Riley. Mavis Riley, right. Well, this is a tough one. Alan, Alan, this is a tough one. I don't really know. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Well done. Now, that is uh, Thelma Barlow, who was, of course, in Dinner Ladies. Uh, That is correct. Well done. In Coronation Street from 1971 to 1997, just before Dinner Ladies started. Uh Here's a little, an add-on here for you. Mm -hmm. Well, a Mavis Riley connection. Is this the impression in extras that Les Dennis does? That is exactly what I'm connecting it to. Yes, Les Dennis, he plays a character called Michael Rodwell, and he was in 248 episodes of Coronation Street. Get away! When was he in Coronation Street? I didn't even know he'd been in it. Uh, 2014 to 2016. Well... I'll gut it footer our stairs. <laughs> exactly. I'm just throwing that one in because I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have got that one from the I would not have got that. No. <laughs> okay, the next one, and this is a very tenuous sitcom connection, I'll give you that, but I think you'll know the character. Fred Elliott. Fred Elliott. I say Fred Elliott. <laughs> That's it. That's all right. John Savident, who was, who was Brian Blessed in the unaired pilot of Blackadder. That's correct. He plays the king, the father of... The I remember I remember we talked about that, pilot. yes. Yes, exactly. He was Fred Elliott from 94 to 2006. Well, this is good because, because we're ranking them by Coronation Street. That's a really obscure sitcom reference, but obviously <laughs> yeah. a, big, a big Coronation Street <laughs> Okay, next one. I don't know if you'll know this character name. I might have to give you some clues here, but it's Lloyd Mullaney. Okay, I have no idea who that is. Okay, so this person... So they were in Coronation Street for Lloyd Mullaney from 2005 to 2015... Okay. And that is after sitcom stardom. They're, they're very well known for a very specific sitcom, one character, throughout the late 80s, 90s. Mm-hmm. And then the Coronation Street they did later. It's not a sitcom we've covered. We have, actually. Oh. And, okay, this should give it away. In the sitcom itself, they made reference to the fact that he is in Coronation Street. 
and they had a whole meta thing. Late eighties and nineties. Well, that that wasn't in the late eighties and nineties. They've carried on doing the sitcom since then. Is it Last of the Summer Wine? I'm <laughs> no, just thinking, I, I, I'm thinking of a long-running sitcom. It's something that's been running nearly as long as Last of the Summer Wine, and is still going. <sighs> and you obviously haven't seen the later ones because they literally go to Coronation Street and like in, interact. I no, listen, I'm, I'm I'm floundering here. I have no idea. Help me. Come on. <laughs> that is Craig Charles. Ah, oh, yeah, of course. I did know he was in Coronation Street. I'd completely forgotten that. Yes. Yeah, and they have a Red Dwarf episode where he goes. Right. So Red, sort of, I, go on. Tell me about this because I didn't know this. Red Dwarf go well, to Coronation I, Street. They they sort of transfer into the real world and or they, or they go to meet their makers, so to speak. And oh, yeah, they go to Coronation Street to find Craig Charles to kind of go. Look, we want to, Why aren't you doing any more Red Dwarf? <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we don't exist if you don't do it. It's very, very meta. meta. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm going to give you the character name here. I don't think you're going to recognize character name but i suspect you may get it anyway the character name is sunita parek later becoming sunita alahan okay this is either going to be right or racist <laughs> yes is it it'll be right is it shop nagalati <laughs> it is yes okay <laughs> uh, yes who who was in coronation from 2001 to 2013 although there were, i think there was a bit of a gap in there as well and she was in dinner ladies, episodes yeah okay next one old school it's a clue for you. Old school. Valerie Tatlock, who became Valerie Barlow. I know this. I know this. I've been waiting for this one. So that's Anne Reed, isn't it? It is. Who yes. was Ken Barlow's first wife and electrocuted herself in the bath with a hairdryer or something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, throughout the 60s, she was in Coronation Street. Yeah, one of the original cast, I think, but certainly one yep. of the main sort of stars of it in the early days. And I think it's interesting, like, we're looking at these numbers. Did the, did it used to be on once or twice a week when it first started? And now it's on three or four times a week. So mm, I, think I think those so. numbers are skewed. I was really surprised when we looked at this at the time that Anne Reed had been in Coronation Street, firstly, for a long time. And secondly, she was out of it before Thelma Barlow even started. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. This one is someone who is, has a lot of sitcom appearances, but has, has not turned up in anything we've looked at. So this is a bit more of a wild card, but I think you're going to know mm. it. The character he played in Coronation Street is Eddie Yates. Yeah, I know this. I know this. Um, I can picture Eddie Yates. In fact, if you put a picture of this actor in front of me, I would say, oh, that's Eddie Yates. <laughs> yeah, that's what, I, that's what I thought. I thought you'd recognize that name. Which is why I can't remember his real name. But I know who it is. It's 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 Onslow from Keeping Up Appearances. That is correct. Yeah. And he was. We have seen him. He was yes. in the film adaptation of Till Death Us Do Part mm. that that didn't have the Skarsgård in it. That had the different uh, son and daughter in it. Uh, no, it is not. It's in the. It is in the first film where they do have. I think he I plays the Skarsgård's uh, brother. Skarsgård's brother. The yeah, they have a fight at the wedding. That's right. Yeah, Tell me what his name is. Put me out of my misery. Jeffrey Hughes. Jeffrey Hughes, of course it is. Eddie yes. Yates. Thank you. Probably most notable sitcom appearance is uh, Keeping Up Appearances, Yeah, as you said. But also, he does crop up in one episode of Please Sir. Ah, Why yeah. have I been watching Please Sir? Perhaps that's a little well, clue. Well, wait and see. Something to come. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, this one, you, you, you're not going to get this, but um, I'll just give you all the information I can and see if you can piece anything together. The character's name was Kathy Matthews, appeared in Coronation Street from 2015 to 2022, and it's an actor we know because we saw them in Bread. Oh, I think I do know this. It's the second Aveline, isn't it? Melanie Hill? That's correct. Melanie Hill. Uh, well I, know done, she, yeah. I, I do know, for some reason, I do know she's in Coronation Street. I don't know how I know that, but yes. But yeah, I never would have got that from the character name. That one. I wouldn't have got it unless you'd told me Bread. This is a slightly more obscure one as well, but someone who has quite a few sitcom appearances behind them. They, But the character they played in Coronation Street was Maureen Naylor, who then became Maureen Holdsworth 
in the 90s, 93 to 97. I, th- I, I know Reg Holdsworth. I can picture that actor, mm. but I have no idea who he was married to. So this is one of those names that probably it doesn't jump out. But, well, I'll tell you who it is. Sherry Hewson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know that. It's, it, yeah, so the she name was in doesn't Home jump James. out, but the face you would recognize. Yeah, She was exactly. in Home James, wasn't she? She was like the um, housekeeper at Home James. Yeah, Home James. so she was in Home James. That's what we saw. And she was also in Barbara as a regular character and Benidorm uh-huh. uh, as well. Uh-huh. And here's a very specific sitcom legacy thing. When they did the revival of Are You Being Served, she played Mrs. Slocum. Ah, okay. Oh, that's good. I've got a couple more Dinner Ladies people for you, but they are not the major actors of Dinner Ladies. They're Can I have a guess? smaller roles. Can I have a guess? Yeah. Sue Devaney. Yes. So Sue Devaney was in loads of Coronation Street episodes. Hey, well, she plays Debbie Webster. And right. she was in in 1984 and 85, and then comes back in 2020 as the same, same char- character. Oh, well, same character name, so I assume same character, yeah. Mm. Uh, and is still in it now, I think. Um, so split out, split up a bit, but yeah, has been in it for several episodes. And another one who was, was appeared in a couple episodes of Dinner Ladies, but appeared in the episode that we looked at specifically. Okay, I think I know this. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to remember this guy's name. It's the ginger fella <laughs> who was in the stripper film. <laughs> That's very good, yeah. Talk round it. <laughs> I actually sound like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, The Full Monty is the film you're thinking of. Um, the ginger fella in The Full Monty, that's it. <clears throat> Steve Hewson. Steve, Steve Hewson. We're not quite sure how to pronounce it, but yeah, Steve Hewson. Yeah. Um, he played Eddie Windass from 2008 to 2011 in Coronation Street. Okay. Okay, just a couple more here. Uh, this is someone who appeared in one of our sitcoms that we've looked at this series, and they played the character in Coronation Street, very famously played a character of Richard Hillman. Yeah, uh, Richard Hillman was a baddie, wasn't he? Didn't he Ooh, yeah. kill, kill Emily or something? Serial killer. Serial killer. Serial yeah. killer. Killed, All right, okay. Killed, killed a few people, I think. Right, so I can picture him. I've got a picture of him in my head. Why can't I think of what sitcom he might have been in? Tell me this. Was it before or after he was in Coronation Street? Well before, yeah. Well before, right. So, was he in an episode of Up the Elephant Around the Castle, perhaps? Yes, he was in several episodes playing a friend of Jim London's. Right, okay. Uh, the character, the actor name, I don't suppose you know it. No, go on. Uh, Brian Capron. Yes, okay. Okay, I've got one more for you. There's nothing to do with anything we've looked at, but a very famous sitcom name. Mm. Uh, the character name that they played on Coronation Street was Leonard Swindley. No, I'm sorry, that means nothing to me. Well, that's going so old school, it's before your time, even. Oh, well, what's the... Go on, what were the years? 1960 to 65. Right, so he was an original cast member. Mm-hmm. But went on to sitcom fame a few years later as a very specific role. I'm not going to get this, Alan. You'll have to tell us. I'm not going to be able to guess it. That is Arthur Lowe. Ah, uh, okay. Right, yeah, yeah. Actually did, did a, a sitcom spin-off with that character from Coronation Street. Interesting. Pardon the expression. Which was a sitcom, and it was a spin-off of Coronation Street. That's interesting. That rings a bell, pardon your expression. I don't think I've seen it, but I I honestly don't think I knew Arthur Lowe was in Coronation Street. That's it. That's all the ones I found in terms of, like, the sort of main cast. Uh, But again, if there's any obvious ones I've missed, let me know. Yeah. I did just go down the the names and try and pick out the names I recognised. Wasn't a very scientific process. Yeah. Okay, I've got a really quick one here for you. It's a one-question quiz. I would like, without looking at anything, I want you to spell Tim McCannany. I can spell it. Tim, I just can't say Tim it. Tim McInerney. <laughs> McInerney. Tim McInerney. Yeah. T-I-M-M-C-I-N-E-R-N-E-Y. <laughs> no, you're wrong. <laughs> I got it wrong. What, what did yes. I get wrong? <laughs> you got two things wrong. Play along um, at home. Is it double N? Yeah. It's McKinnon. 
M-C-I-N-N-E-R-N-Y. Oh, my goodness. So it is McKinnon. McInerney. Yeah, McInerney. 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 Yeah, okay. Right, that would work. Good work. I think we've put that to bed. All right, last one. I'm going to do you some more stand-up quotes. Part two. Stand-up into sitcom. Try and remember the ones you've already done. Deadpan it. So these are all people who appeared in sitcoms we've looked at, and this is their stand-up material. First one. I'm the most effeminate person I know, and I know four or five people. Okay, effeminate. I'm the most effeminate person I know. So I'm going for someone who's a bit camp, right? (laughs) Um, I don't know. Is it a trick? I wouldn't call them camp, no, certainly not, but perhaps they were not the paragon of masculinity. <laughs> is, it, is it Rowan Atkinson? No. No? No, I don't know, Alan. All right. I'll do it I'll do it in the accent, but it's going to give Go it on. away straight away, <laughs> even if I do it badly. <laughs> oh, God, it's too much pressure. I'm... <laughs> Come on. Get Just in the zone, ahead. lad. Get ahead of the game here. I'm the most effeminate person I know, and I know four or five people... <laughs> terrible I mean, accent. Let me do that again. I'm the most effeminate person I know, and I know four or five people. Okay, I'm going to guess that's Sean Hughes, because that thing that was an Irish accent. Actually, Amy, I don't know why I'm doing that, because I'm the most effeminate person I know, like, and I know, like, four or five people, you know? It was, uh, that was Ardlo Hanlon's <laughs> Ardlo Hanlon! No, no, it was, no, it wasn't supposed to be. That was, unfortunately, what I did. That's the impression, okay. Right. Well, of course, it was, it was Sean, Hughes. Sean Hughes, yeah. I don't know why I can't yeah. do his accent. I mean, I'm not even in the right part of Ireland there. It's terrible. <laughs> Let's move on. Here's the next quote. What a fabulous budget, eh? We've got four million unemployed. What have they done? Put the price of fags up. I mean, that'll solve it, won't it? I mean, is that Ben Elton? What a fabulous budget, eh? All the commentators saying an intelligent budget, a thoughtful budget, a clever budget. Brilliant, eh? We've got four million unemployed. What have they done? Put the price of fags up. I mean, that'll solve it, won't it? That'll solve everything out, you know. It is Ben Elton. A little bit of politics. politics That's 1980s um, Ben Elton right there. Next one, then. My mum and dad came to pick me up from college wearing identical turquoise tracksuits. They looked awful. I lost it. I called them stupid plonker wallies to their faces, and I realised I'd broken Commandment 5, honour thy mother and father. See, uh, the scenario sounds very Victoria Wood, but it's not well written enough. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. It is somewhere, it's, it's from a show kind of about religion and looking at religion and all that sort of thing. It's someone who did a show specifically about that. Mm. Go on, tell us. Richard Herring. Ah, Okay. From his show Christ on a Bike. Actually, when I was about 18 or 19, I remember my mum and dad came to pick me up from college wearing identical turquoise tracksuits. I mean, they looked awful. I, I felt they'd embarrass me in front of all my friend. <laughs> Mike Cosgrave. And I, I lost it. I'm not proud. I called them stupid plonker wallies to their faces, which was... That was the biggest insult you could give anyone in the 1980s. And I... Uh, I realised I broke a commandment five, honour thy mother and the father. I was worried about what might happen to me. And are we saying Richard Herring's a sitcom star because he's... Uh, well, look, he's, he was involved. He was the paedophile postman in <laughs> Time Gentleman, please. Okay, let me give you the next one. No. I complained. I said, is there no cleaner in these studios? They said, yes, there's that little man over there with the little mop of grey hair. I said, well, that's very unhygienic. He should use a proper mop. <laughs> that's a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> that feels really old school, doesn't it? 
That's a really old school joke. Is it not old school then? Because that, um, that yeah, feels like something of the eighties. That clip, I think I got that clip was from the eighties, maybe early nineties. <sighs> this is so hard. This is so hard because I I don't recognise the material. It could be so many different people. It's like that's clever wordplay, but again, it's not Victoria Wood clever. Well, it's someone who's played a yeah main role in one of the shows we looked at this series. This series. All right, let me have a think about that then. I don't know. I don't know. Tell me. It is Victoria Woods, I'm afraid. Oh. <laughs> no, I had to. It was filthy. I complained. I said, there's no cleaner in these studios. They said, yes, it's that little man over there with a the little mop of grey hair. I said, well, that's very unhygienic. He should use a proper mop. <laughs> it's funny, yeah. It's, you, think, you talk about the wordplay, but there is a sort of a rhythm to that that is very Victoria yeah. yeah, it's that kind of old school yes. gags rather than kind of anecdotes. Sure. Okay, last one. The first reason I'm doing stand-up comedy is that any money I make, I don't have to share with you-know-who. Okay, so someone who's in a double act, mm-hmm. but not stand-up comedy double act. Mm-hmm. They were doing stand-up show off the back of They Were Famous, uh, so they were cashing in. Yeah, okay. Is it is it from one we've look, looked at? Yes. Is it is it Chris Barry? No, no, no. Okay. I did look at him for stand-up, but it's all impressions. They didn't quite work. Yeah, yeah. Share with you-know-who. See, so uh, along those same lines, I'm thinking of uh, Stevie in Miranda. But she did sketch comedy, didn't she? Not stand-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, they're part of a, a double act, so to speak. But not, they're not a double act in that quite the sense. But they work together a lot, or used to. And this is also someone who's famous for not in liking sharing their money. It's not, not <laughs> tight with his money, but he's careful. Oh, it's Stephen Merchant, isn't it? First reason I'm doing stand-up comedy is that any money I make, I don't have to share with you-know-who. So that's, uh, exactly, yeah. Well, uh, yes, well done, there we go, yes. Uh, yes, that's Stephen Merchant. You-know-who. Yeah, which he, in, when, you know, when he did that show, he says that with a, you know, a light, fun message. Indeed. I don't know quite how to say it these days. <laughs> but there you go. Anyway, that is the end of the quiz. Sure, I really enjoyed that. I, I, yeah. I, all right. And there were a couple of moments there of um, being a little bit lost in the cavernous uh, filing cabinet of my brain. But overall, I think that went very well. And I enjoyed it. Oh, well, that's the most important thing. I hope you all played along at home and got some of those answers a bit quicker than Gareth. The edited yeah. version of Gareth. Yeah, you're going to you're gonna have to do some editing on that. <laughs> Uh, but yes, thank you very much for listening. Series 5 will be on its way fairly soon. In the meantime, we'll have some extra stuff coming out on the YouTube channel to keep you going. So do check that out. YouTube, if you search for British sitcom history, you will find our YouTube channel. And uh, what's our other social media, Gareth? On social media, we are on Twitter and Instagram, at BritcomPod. Or if you go onto Facebook, we have a page, British Sitcom History Podcast, and we, uh, we post lots of things on there. And uh, some very exciting shows coming up in the next series. We're currently started watching. Uh, well, let's 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 use the word researching for our next series. <laughs> exactly, I'm sat yeah. watching sitcoms. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how much time that takes up in my life. Though you'd be surprised. <laughs> I would not be two, surprised. The first two shows we're doing have like fifty odd episodes each. <laughs> so. Yes. All right. Thank you very much. And we'll thank see you. you next time. I enjoyed that. Bye. Bye. Bye.